0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric.
1: And I am the only other host, Michael. Oh, I um, guess we need
0: to change that then. Yeah. yeah. Right no, because I say I'm one of your hosts and you'd be the other. So yeah. No, you're good. I guess, yeah, I don't need to change that.
1: I'm just pointing out the fact again that <clears throat> our threesome is turned into a twosome. is <sighs> the way I like it, because I like more. I like more attention. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I want someone, you know, with both hands free.
0: Well, now all the ladies out there, all the mid forty ladies, are gonna have to choose between us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because they can't stop listening. Yeah. That's just not a. That's just not possible.
1: And the good thing is, we're pretty, we're pretty different in uh, our look, so they got a little bit of a choice. We're not fucking carbon copies. So they yeah. got That. You know, if they want a little younger, yeah. they can go for you. If they want someone more their in their you know, demographic then
0: You get you got options there, ladies. Yeah. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks to us. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and uh then believe me, you won't miss anything with the bogs anyway. Oh, so just the uh I wanted to bring up the other night and stuff, uh we uh did our latest uh show with the uh, Bropocalypse and the great Eric over here joined us. And then uh, we also had, uh, listen, we talked about on our show. Of course, the great Scott from Austin came up and joined us. Yep. So be sure to go check that fucking disaster out. If you want to hear five people talking over each other loudly, then uh, it'll be fantastic. So it was really good, though. I think. Um, so I, I the only bad thing about it was um, Bradley ruined a couple of the questions I had for uh, Scott. He, you know, right off the bat.
0: Yeah, he he went guns blazing like right out of the gate
1: god almighty dude
0: no holds barred
1: yeah unfortunately uh, bradley was going to jump on with us today but uh we can i kind of screwed up and we didn't get the show done last night like we were supposed to so he couldn't make it today he's on baby duty so shout out to my bro apocalypse buddy who asked the totally inappropriate questions before everybody gets drunk um so anyway, oh, I do want to, well, no, I'll save it for the end and stuff. I was going to shit on somebody, but I'll save it for the end of the show. <laughs> oh. But, but uh, the good thing is with the people listening out there, because I've heard complaints in the past that sometimes that maybe the shows drag on a little bit too much and everything, that uh, we're going to be able to, we've always talked about cutting these back and we've never been able to, but I've noticed a trend, like when me and Eric do the show alone, we always keep it to under an hour. <laughs> Or they're right on.
0: Hey, and I think we're trending on something as well, because uh, last week's episode, mm-hmm. it's got a shitload of hits.
1: I, I think it's because we talked about the small penis of God. Oh. People love God's small dick.
0: Oh. See, I thought it was that Boggs wasn't on there.
1: I think it might have been a, a twofer. We got rid of one small dick and talked about another one.
0: It was a double whammy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I gotta um before we get into like the real stuff, the <clears throat> legitimate news of the day.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah.
1: I've got um I've got a proclamation I have to make. Oh, um what? See, uh, a few months back I uh I came out and I suggested that um you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with uh Ferguson, mm-hmm. you know, and and some of these other places in Maryland mm-hmm. and Baltimore and stuff. A lot of friction with the blacks and the whites and yes. I was like, you know, this is uh and all the right-wing sites are promoting the fact that there's going to be an upcoming race war, which I don't believe. I mean, if, I mean, look how bad the 60, 60s were and stuff, and we never had one. So I think we're okay. But just in case, I decided that maybe as white people, we need to stop causing so many problems, and we need to step back, and we need to try to redirect this anger away from us and maybe try and push the blacks and the Asians into fighting, because they already have that thing anyway, you know, you always hear about the you know, the, the Korean stores and stuff. They don't like the blacks coming in. I've seen Don't Be a Menace. I know what their alarm sounds like when black people come in their stores. So I thought we should start pushing that. And it didn't seem to be going over as well.
0: So you have finally decided that you need to abandon that and just say we're all one person? No. And we need to, oh. No.
1: no. Exactly the opposite. So then I, well, then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Here's the fucking problem. Like, all these movies come out, and there's always the black and white buddy cop movies and all this other stuff. I'm like, Hollywood's trying to push us in that direction. And let's face it, um, the whites and the blacks are the best athletes and everything. Um, so you don't really see a lot of Hispanic and Asian like uh, basketball stars and everything else going on. So I'm thinking, we we are the superpowers. We need to join together and to make this shit right. we got to put all the past behind us and make this thing happen. So, I haven't really got a lot of response on that one either, so I've been thinking about it, and I was like, you know what, I think what's going to happen now is um, we need to um, just say, fuck it, it's not going to ever work, there's been too many incidents even recently and stuff, uh, like, it was just, they were never going to come together, there's too many Donald Trump people out there and stuff, I mean, look at that dude, he's, what, 20 some percent in the polls still, and he's gaining traction, and... I don't know if you saw the other day and stuff. He had, like, a rally in, I think, Alabama or something. And then afterwards, a bunch of people from his rally went out and kicked the shit out of some immigrant and were yelling, Donald Trump's right.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear about that. I yeah. did I did hear about the, the racist Donald Trump supporter that was telling a guy from Telemundo who is a U.S. Yes. citizen yes. that he needs to go back or get out of his country. Yeah, that's another thing. And he was like, I... I'm a a U.S. citizen. <laughs> this yeah. is my country asshole.
1: Yeah. He's like the main, uh, news anchor for, um, I think Univision and Donald Trump's just dismissing him. Like, you know, he's some kid's school reporter for, you know, high school paper or something.
0: And yeah. But so. And actually didn't he interview, uh, the candidates last year, the same guy. Yes. He interviewed, uh, Barack Obama and Mitt Romney.
1: Yeah, and uh, that went over really good for Romney, as I remember. Um, (laughs) But no, I think that uh, that this is starting to cause a divide. I think this needs to be put into place. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I think really what we need is, uh," and hear me out on this one. I think I'm right. I think that we need to go with the Mexicans. I think we need to, no offense to the blacks, but you guys, you're not coming together. Too much, uh, you're interrupting Bernie Sanders. You're pissing me off, and you're doing stuff. And I think that it's just not working out the way I wanted it to. The, the movement's not picking up. It should be black and white together. Lives matter. <laughs> We're not making that happen. So I'm thinking we got to get with the Hispanos because, first of all, they're already the fastest growing population in the United States. Plus, hear me out on this. If we pick a war with them, they got reinforcements just hundreds of miles away from us <laughs> across the border. We don't have to worry about the Asians and the blacks with that. They're several thousand miles away.
0: (laughs) How can you say that after you had Scott on Bropocalypse?
1: I'm just, I'm doing this from a logical standpoint, dude. I'm trying to do what's best for everyone. (laughs) So this is the best move. So if we gang up with the Mexicans, check this shit out, right? Second largest population, still growing. We're losing our numbers as white people. Listen up, white people. We're losing our numbers. We gotta join forces with the Mexicans. This is the way to do it. If we if we give I up,
0: mean, out of all that you have proposed, I like this one the best because I do have a thing for Spanish women. Yes, you do. So,
1: if we turn on the Mexicans, who the fuck is going to pick our fruit and mow our lawns?
0: Wow. All
1: right. The Asians wow. aren't. Wow. Asians aren't going to do it. They're doing laundry and donuts, and they're fucking uh, taking all the goddamn uh, the doctor jobs and stuff. We can't have that. Black people, they're too busy fucking dominating at sports and making rap records. They can't help us out. What are we going to do, kids? <laughs> Listen to me, Mexicans. Don't worry about Donald Trump and the Republicans. We'll get rid of those kind of people. We'll take care of those whiteies. We'll get rid of them for you. Let's make this happen. Right? It's us now. It's ridiculous. Nope. It's not ridiculous, it's a great plan So I've
0: revised it Quit. Why are you so divisive, why?
1: I'm not being divisive, I'm you trying are the, to bring people together You're the Eric. Donald
0: Trump of this show No
1: I'm not, I'm trying to bring people together
0: No, you're only trying to bring two kinds of people together Not all people
1: Well if there's a race war, there's going to be somebody fighting each other And I, I just want to make sure that we get on the right side <laughs> I'm trying to help everybody out There's not going to be a race war I don't know man, the right wing sites are saying so
0: Yeah, maybe you've been going to them a little bit too much for your research. Let me
1: tell you something. Always trust in Fox News. No. So anyway, that's my plea out there. Um, All the Hispanos and us need to get together now. I'm going to start a GoFundMe site to start raising money for awareness programs. Get ready for that.
0: That, no.
1: You don't have to be on board with it now. I know deep down you're saying this is a great idea, but you you have to be the good guy in the show. I get it now.
0: All right. here Here's a good example for you, what you're trying to propose. I don't know if you saw this in the news, but there was a guy in South California mm-hmm. named Alex Gomez. See where I'm going here? Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing a little, little hiking, and he saw a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, dude, I should totally get a selfie with this rattlesnake. And subsequently picked it up and got bit in the hand by the freaking rattlesnake. Yeah. And got sent to the hospital.
1: (laughs) Where an Asian doctor probably helped him out. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So
0: you want to team up with people that are going to pick up rattlesnakes for selfies.
1: Look, we we all, there's, there's always going to be those people. It's like I said, we have the Trump Republicans on the white side that we have to weed out. Every side has to take care of their own side first. We're going to have to do some... You know, to put this in terms that Hispanos can understand, we're going to have to do a little bit of lawn trimming on our side. A little hedge trimming. Weed out some of the, the bad whites, the whites that have gone bad. Um, we'll do that.
0: And by the way, like the rattlesnake didn't initially bite him. Like Whenever he picked it up, it didn't whip around and bite him. He actually got the motherfucker around his neck.
1: Well, that's a much cooler selfie.
0: And was trying to take the selfie, and then that's when the rattlesnake bit him. I'm surprised it didn't bite him on the face that would have been much funnier (laughs) that
1: would have been funnier but again like I said not everybody is a rocket scientist on either side so we're going to have to deal with some of those types of people but for the most part I think this is the combination that works this is the best combination for survival whenever all the shit goes down at the end of Obama's run when he tries to fucking do martial law to stay in power so get ready for that kids (sighs) terrible
0: terrible Mm-hmm. Just just terrible. You say
1: terrible. I say fucking fantastic idea.
0: No, negative. Mm.
1: So anyway, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Intel <laughs> Saviors on Facebook. And uh if you email all your hate mail to Eric at uh, intelsavers@gmail.com at attention Eric. Why why to me? I don't I'm not going to read it. If you put titty pics in the subject line, then I'll probably look at it. But other than that, whatever. Oh yeah, we're still. If you guys still want to send dick pics to us, we'll still forward them onto bogs for you, so you can do that as well.
0: So as if you didn't know, the uh, the right wing they can be a little kooky. <laughs> just just a touch. Nope. And they are. A lot of them are really out of touch in in reality you know, like the physical space in which we preside. Um, and pretty much time there's big news going on, especially when it has to do with guns, that's when you see it the most. Um, most recently obviously was the shootings that were in Virginia. <coughs> uh, for those that don't know, which I would be surprised even those overseas didn't know, because it seems like this is happening like every freaking week. Um, so, a black gay man who apparently was tired of being oppressed and was tired of people making racist comments to him and whatever, uh, went to an, a news station, or it wasn't a news station, they were doing a report uh, from a news station that he was fired from, I think, two years ago? Yeah, it'd been a This guy really back. knows how to hold a grudge. Me too. Um, and he shot and killed the reporter and the cameraman. Um, did he even injure the the person that they were interviewing? Yeah, him?
1: she was in critical con- condition for a while, but was she yeah, she's back up and running now, so
0: um amazing And this was done on live t v and then also the asshole who shot these two people uh filmed it. I don't know if he had a GoPro camera or what he had, uh but he had something like near his chest or something. And he filmed the whole thing and then uploaded it to his Twitter and his Facebook. Um, real class act, you know, this guy. Um, and immediately you start getting all of the freaking right-wingers coming out of nowhere. Uh, most of all, you, uh, your, your buddy, your pal, the guy that you just <laughs> revere so much, George Zimmerman, he came out on Twitter and just went on a tirade. Mm-hmm. Uh, was talking about how the pansy uh, Fester Flanagan, which was the gentleman's name, yeah, uh, too much of a daisy to deal with racism murders two whites, hate crime 100%, and racist Obama says nothing condemning. So, George Zimmerman, by the way, who killed a black teenager after he followed the black teenager, is saying that this was racist... Which it was, the guy obviously was a racist motivation. But I think it's funny that a racist is calling another person racist.
1: Yeah, Zimmerman's been on a roll lately. I don't not not to cut you off too much. I just there's a thing I saw the other day where on Twitter they always do the hashtag things that go through or whatever, and they had one. It was like "Slap an idiot Wednesday" or something, and someone had sent him a tweet basically saying, you know, like, you know. Here, you know sorry sorry, I got this to you late and stuff, but you I think this suits you perfectly or something and Zimmerman responded sent out a tweet to him saying that you know like we all know how it it for the last moron that tried to hit me he goes give it a world cupcake, and of course he's referring to Trayvon Martin, yeah, so that's lovely he's
0: he's essentially saying that he will end any conflict that he ever has with violence is essentially what he's trying to say, which is just what all gun nuts do they are all paranoid, freaking small-penised idiots who are terrified of the world yep. and don't know how to solve their problems without ending the other person's life.
1: Yeah, if anybody wants to find George Irwin's, uh Twitter page, it's real easy because his icon is a rebel flag. <laughs> so you can look that up.
0: Yeah, and then he posted another one that had the guy's face, and it said if Obama had a son...
1: Oh, yeah, he said if he had sons, he said daughters. It was a picture of uh, that Vester Flanagan, the Virginia shooter, and also uh, Michael Brown, who was gunned down by cops,
0: unarmed. And he also said uh, the number, he's doing a quote from uh, who he calls an ignorant baboon. Mm -hmm. The number of people who die from gun-related incidents around this country dwarfs any deaths that happen through terrorism, Mm -hmm. says the ignorant baboon.
1: Yeah, how many people have died of uh, with, uh, from terrorism in the United States since nine eleven?
0: Uh, how many Americans? Yeah, in the United States. Yes, from terrorism.
1: Mm-hmm. You think it's more than people have been shot by? Hell no. You think you don't think that number is on? I par? think
0: how many how many were in the Boston bombing?
1: That would be about it, really. If you took those people, those how, how many
0: was it though? Uh, it wasn't that many.
1: It it was. I, I don't want to give a number. It was it was definitely like in the 30 range, I think, 30, 40 range, I think. I might be thinking injuries, too. I mean, it might not be Yeah, I think that you're not.
0: thinking injuries, too. We'll have to look that up. But, but I, I don't think, I think it was less than 20.
1: But there's over 5,000 homicides by gun every year in this country. So I think his numbers are wrong.
0: He doesn't state any numbers. He just says that it was an ignorant statement yeah, that, from a baboon.
1: Well, of course.
0: That's all he's saying.
1: <laughs> the, our president, the baboon. But there's nothing racist about
0: that. No, he's though. not racist at all.
1: He, he didn't mean that in a racist way.
0: Uh, but if that's not zany and kooky enough, it goes even further. It was even the same day. It wasn't even like a day later. The same day I start seeing freaking things popping up about how this is another false flag policy by the U.S. government to instill gun control and take away our guns. And the things that they use as reference to why they think that this is fake are just fucking baffling. My favorite is the one where if you see the you know, the gentleman, he's obviously black, and then you watch the tape that he uh, put on Facebook and Twitter, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend watching. Um, it's not fun to watch. Uh, but you see his hand, you know, holding the gun, and it looks a lot lighter than, you know, what you would see in his normal pictures. Here's a couple of things that you have to keep in mind. This was like at six in the morning during sunrise, and it's really bright, so it's... The sun is directing direct... right where he's filming, like behind him, so it's fucking lightening it up just like it would with anything. I mean... You can take several pictures from the same freaking camera, mm-hmm. different angles with different lighting, and it can almost change the color of things because the way that camera lenses take in color is completely different than our eyes. So you can't really conclude that just because it looks different from one camera to another, it's all of a sudden different. That's that's not rational. That's not relevant. Um, they did the same thing because... If you look at that same, uh, point of view camera angle, you can see that he's got like a blue plaid shirt on. Mm-hmm. And then during the live feed, there's a quick snap where the cameraman drops the camera and then it shows him like pointing the gun down Yeah, and the shirt looks a lot darker, but once again, it's different lighting. The It's a different camera altogether as well. So that's not really accurate either. Um... My personal favorite one that I saw was how the woman who he shot first, the reporter, the way she reacted is a reasoning behind how they know it's a hoax. They said that it was laughable because she didn't react when she got shot. Like mm-hmm. she didn't reel back or anything like that. Yeah. Um, And she ran and then fell down. Yeah. This isn't fucking Hollywood, assholes. Yeah. Yeah, that happens in a Hollywood film. It's called hamming it up. That's what they do. They have to make sure that there's action in every freaking scene. In real life, when you get shot, and it wasn't like a high caliber round pistol. I don't know exactly what he used. But it wasn't like a freaking 50 cal. If it was a 50 cal, yeah, hell yeah, she would have like probably done a top.
1: Yeah, no probably guess. would have
0: spun in a circle. But this was a low caliber round. That's not how you react. You don't reel back. And not only that, she wasn't even expecting it. Mm-hmm. So she probably at that point didn't even know that she got hit. She just knew that there were loud fucking noises, and then she turned and saw the gun. And then start running.
1: You hear that a lot of times, where they'll talk to people who've been shot and stuff, and they'll say that they'll be like, you know, you don't realize it for a second, and then it feels like a bee sting, you know, a hot bee sting, and you know, of course.
0: Yeah, because it happens so fast.
1: See, I watched that the video from his viewpoint because I saw that, and it was—it's one of those things. It's like you see him, like you said. I mean, he just goes pat, 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 pat. I mean, there's like three or four shots before she really turns and like starts screaming and running. And you don't see blood. You don't see like you said, like her kick back. And but I think it's one of those things where it's like. I like nobody knows. Cause like you said, it's that Hollywood mentality. Like you're used to, you see somebody get shot and you just see fucking blood just explode yeah. out of them, you know, and they fucking jump around and stuff. And like my wife's in there. So she's telling me, she goes, you know, she's actually seen gunshot victims and stuff. And she said, there's usually not that much blood, you know, the majority of time there's not that much blood on a gunshot victim, depending on where they're shot at, you know? And so I, I think that's the thing about it. It's everybody's got this TV fucking you know, mentality when it comes to that kind of violence, and they don't understand how it really works. So it's really easy to jump to those kind of conclusions. And like you said, if you watch it, I mean, it, it, there sounds like there's a delay when you watch it on um, the feed that they showed, like live on air, compared to the one where he does it. Like when he pulls up and you see him shoot, like I said, it's like pop, 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 pop. I mean, it's like three or four quick shots before, I mean, literally in a second. And then you see her scream and turn and she's fucking running all crazy. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've never shot anybody, (laughs) so I don't really know. It's like I've never been shot. But according to like talking to my wife and from the video I saw, it makes a lot of sense, you know, how it transpired, you know, and the quickness of it. Yeah. I don't know, it's like, we were talking a little bit before we started, you know, people talk about this as another one of those little false flag things to take guns away. I'm like, after Sandy Hook, when you had dozens of children get slaughtered and nothing happened, I, what the fuck is this going to do, really? You know?
0: I, I'm going to get into that in just a moment. But some other things that people were saying is that, um, why doesn't the gunman utter a word? Why does he have to? Yeah. That That's not a clairvoyant epiphany moment where wait a minute he didn't say anything this must be fake (laughs) the fuck are you talking about he didn't say anything who gives a shit if he said nothing or said something he doesn't have to he did it on live fucking tv and then he uploaded it to the fucking internet no shit Um, And uh, you can go to dozens of these fucking stupid websites where they talk about this dumb shit. Um, And one of them in particular has this wonderful quote. And it says, uh, this is another hoax for the ongoing attempt at a gun grab. And also a diversion from the bullshit that's actually going on in the world right now. Like the global economic crisis, the Ponzi scheme called Wall Street, forced vaccinations, the Mm. war on Syria... For another regime change. Yeah, it sounds like this guy really knows what he's talking about, right? <laughs> um, and he goes on, you know, talk about more people are sheep and we're not paying attention and blah, 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 blah. Oh,
1: he's got a point there. People don't pay attention. If people did pay attention to more of this kind of nonsense, then there'd probably be more of an uprising to get rid of some of these guns and make the laws a little bit harsher. I mean, I guess in this guy's case... I don't. I didn't see whether he got the gun legally and everything. I'm assuming he did. he did.
0: He did. The report came out, I think, two days after the fact, but he did So purchase and it, it legally. And it is a
1: handgun, which a lot just of times... Just like all of them do. Yeah, I mean, it is a handgun, which we most of the time we don't complain about. I mean, really with us, I think the only thing we say is, you know, the assault rifles are extreme. Let's face it. No, I don't think necessary. people need handguns either. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, especially concealed handgun licenses like we just passed in Texas and a lot of other states have. I I think that's the you most ludicrous them. thing going. that you they're, like. they're
0: only meant for one purpose.
1: Yeah. Well, no, protection. No. Well, No, that's what they say. It's for protection.
0: It's for shooting another person. So... And doing it as discreetly as possible.
1: I just... I don't know. But with this guy, I guess he had some mental health issues.
0: Yes, that, that's very clear.
1: That, you know, I think he had made threats before and he had had yep. incidents at another workplace. He
0: filed EOC claims... Yeah. On several different uh, organizations that he worked for.
1: So, I mean, there could have been some flags on him, but.
0: Which just because you file a claim doesn't mean anything. But. No. Each claim that he filed got closed mm-hmm. and was like there was no resolving as far as like the other side being wrong. So, I, I don't. And I think he did post uh, something that said that the uh, church shootings is what pull, put him over the edge
1: another false flag
0: no 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 he, he was tired of seeing black <laughs> no, people get killed no, and nothing ch- happening no, i'm
1: saying the church shootings was another false flag to turn people against the confederate flag <laughs>
0: and fucking. Uh, i have seen stuff like that where people are like oh black people get shot in a, in a church and we have to get rid of the confederate flag uh but a gay man shoots white people and we don't have to get rid of the gay flag the
1: gay flag
0: yeah like The pride flag. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. First off, there's no government building that has the gay pride flag. None. Not a single one.
1: Yeah, we need to get that up and running.
0: So, I don't know where your argument is. I think people are really confused as to what the argument actually is. I don't think they understand. I think they actually believe that people are trying to outlaw the Confederate flag. Like, they're trying to make it illegal just to have it. Which is not the case, you jackasses. Yeah, They're I, saying it shouldn't be in government buildings. That's just as stupid as fucking Germany having the Nazi flag in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid. Why? Because the Nazis lost. They fucking lost.
1: Well, plus, they represented some pretty bad
0: things. And they represented some bad <laughs> things. And guess what? Confederate flag? They lost. And they represented some pretty bad things.
1: Is just to hang pirate flags. They're much cooler anyway. I'm just saying.
0: But that's... Nobody... uh, I mean, yeah, there probably are some stupid people out there that do want to outlaw the Confederate flag. But that's not what the argument is. I
1: mean, they still have their don't tread on me flags. Isn't that good enough? (laughs) I mean, really, dude, how many flags do you need? I don't have any flags hanging outside my fucking house. Why? I'm not fucking like my own little consulate or anything.
0: And I don't know where these people get off saying that this wasn't... Like, they they say that, you know, that everybody blames racism for the church shootings, and then nobody's blaming racism for these shootings. It's like, yes, yes, we are. It's just, we mm. understand that both of these people are very disturbed individuals.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I have to say, from the news accounts, I haven't heard it brought up so much, but even in the church shootings, I don't really... They talk
0: f- about, they talked about it all the time, about how he... It was always a race thing with him. I And he was... Tired of being persecuted. and I thought it
1: was more because of... Like, they were talking about his sexuality and different things like that. Because, of course, he's gay as well. See, I really
0: didn't hear much on the sexuality. Yeah, I, I think- heard more on the side of he, had, he claimed to have been the victim of racial comments from coworkers and uh, authority figures in the workforce and blah, blah, blah. And he would filed all these claims and nothing had ever happened. And uh, according to him, no, it, there was no justice for black people.
1: Yeah, I got to say, I'm not a big fan of the whole hate crimes thing. If you could prove it's a hate crime, like they get more time. I, I never liked that. To me, it's kind of like, and I know you said, because people are saying shit about the whole Black Lives Matter, and, and people are like, well, what can we do all our lives? Are? And you're kind of getting on it. I'm a little bit the other way on that. And I'm almost like, I don't. I don't like the whole because it's more segregation stuff. You know, Black Lives Matter. Or we got to do everything in hate crimes. It's like, well, if you commit a fucking crime, you commit a crime. You should get the maximum penalty for you. Murder someone, you murder someone. You're a piece of shit. Murder. It doesn't matter if they're white, black, Hispanic, whatever, Asian. Throw them, and they always get left out. Sorry, Asians. I can't do that anymore since I'm.
0: Well, I think the reason why, like the the Black Lives Matter thing, I, the reason why I don't really go crazy and say we need to say all lives matter. Oh yeah, I don't get it. It's because shit. there's not really a whole lot of oppression of white people. There's just not. It doesn't exist like the the reason why the Black Lives Matter thing exists is because we're so far removed from slavery yet they still get shit on constantly through their education, through poverty, through the jobs that they can acquire, pay rates. I yeah. mean, there's all kinds of things that they have to deal with that I have never seen in my life.
1: Yeah. Or the biggest one probably is like inequality in the justice system, if you want to look at that. That way. too, yeah. I mean, that's you, a huge one. That I mean, that's probably the biggest one because so, like, that, that kills, like, you know, education, jobs and stuff. I mean, that's a...
0: There's a reason why there's the Black Lives Matter. There's a reason why there's not a White Lives Matter yeah. because... I mean, Guess I what? It. In the eyes of the majority, white lives do matter.
1: I get it. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I just like I always say, when you do that, I think it can turn off like I moderate white people. It can
0: be divisive, but I think I think the biggest problem with the Black Lives Matter movement is that they don't have a very clairvoyant singular voice. No. <laughs> nope. That is probably the biggest issue. And yeah. the reason for the majority of confusion is. And why there are some of those stupid, racist white people out there that think that that is a racist movement is because there's not a single message out there. There, We're getting mixed signals. Yeah, it's because we have the peaceful demonstrations, Black Lives Matter. Yes, and then we have the peaceful Black Lives Matter, hands up, let's riot and loot shit. (laughs) So it's you know you're just fueling the fire at that point.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like, um, uh, uh, hey, everybody, remember Occupy Wall Street? Um, it's kind of like that movement. There was no organization in that whatsoever. There's no, like, because cons- it had, it took on a life of its own and it yeah. got a lot of press and it seemed like, you know, hey, maybe they could put this movement together and make some changes. And but it wasn't had a, so many people. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't a single voice. And they yeah. got way too convoluted and there were too many things that were thrown into the pile. Yeah. It was just like, you know, it started out as, you know, Wall Street needs to be fixed, and we need to have more regulation. Blah 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 blah, and then it turned into banks, and then it turned into all this other stuff. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yep. Like, <laughs> going. A little, let's let's tackle one problem at a time because these are a lot of problems, and it's not going to happen overnight.
1: Yeah, I just, I like I said, I think this movement's going to go the same way of an Occupy Wall Street. I see it very similar in the way that it's kind of like you said, it's. There's multiple voices, and everybody's doing their own thing, and I don't know. We'll see, but good luck to them.
0: (laughs) But back to the uh, Sandy Hook and how after, you know, 20 people die, America does nothing. Hey, kids. Um, There are people that claim that that was a hoax as well.
1: Oh, my God, dude. So many. So many hoax videos for Sandy Hook.
0: And there are, like... No video, but, like, YouTube police Mm -hmm. scanners that were recorded talking about multiple gunmen. Mm -hmm. Hey, guess what? You know that cops on the scene of a crime, especially when it's occurring, they get stuff wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they are wrong. Somebody who turns out to be a suspect is not a suspect at all and turns out to be an innocent man.
1: Yeah. Remember O.J.?
0: Mm, Moving on. Um Mm. So, some of the things that they have are um, this one girl uh, whose name is Emily Parker. She was one of the victims. And a lot of people are claiming that she is still alive. And one of the proofs of her being alive is um, a picture of her with President Obama after he visited the school. Mm Mm-hmm. And it shows her wearing the same dress that she was wearing in one of her family photos. Right now. The problem is, is that that was Emily's younger sister. Yes. And the picture that had that dress is an older picture. So she grew out of that. And Emily's sister inherited it, as most people who had siblings know that in your younger years you got your older siblings clothes. That's a very, very common thing. And coincidentally, they kinda look similar being siblings. Imagine that. Hmm. Um another one was showing uh two pictures of this woman. Um one was from Newtown and the other was from Aurora, Colorado which if you remember Rural Colorado is where that guy went into the movie theater during Batman and shot up the place. Um, and they're asserting that this is the same woman and she's an actor that's been hired by the government, uh, to do these false flag stuff. Um, first off, I mean, you're, you're saying that they're going to use the same actors for two different instances.
1: Maybe she's really good.
0: Um, and not only that, but I mean, if you look at the pictures, it's I mean there's some similarities, but not really. Is she hot? So not all women with brown hair are the same person. You know, just just saying. Um another one was talking about how there was a Bushmaster AR-15 assault rifle um was his primary weapon. Um and that police seized footage or I'm sorry, footage of police was seized. And it showed a long gun from the trunk of uh, his car. And that was revealing that it was a big lie, that he didn't use the AR-15. Yeah. That gun was a shotgun, That's idiots. What, yeah. It's a fucking shotgun.
1: I remember that.
0: Um, another fun one was that the memorial pages were created before the shooting. And this mm-hmm. is uh, cited as hard evidence that the hoax is real. Um and it's, it points to a Google search, right? Where you can see that it was dated like a couple of days before the, the, um, the shooting at the Memorial Pages. Yeah. Um, this is actually something that just happens with Google sometimes. Um, and actually, I found a website that has a host of these inaccuracies um, where uh, apparently Fox News, they had a story. Uh, this is according to Google. Fox News had a story on Sandy Hook shooting from October 1st, 1983. Ooh. So, Fox News, you're in the hot seat. Wow. How the hell did you know yeah, about Fox Sandy News. Hook 30 years in advance? Goddamn Fox I News, know.
1: man. Fox News is the one that organized this? <laughs> they, that's amazing on a lot of levels because Fox News wasn't even in existence 30 years ago. Right? So that's... that's
0: yeah, that's that's deep, man. So they really... Wow. That is deep. Uh, There's another one that's talking about there was a man in the woods. Um, What about the man in the woods?
1: I think that was Bigfoot. He was getting ready to go get some sex. No,
0: it turns out to be one of the kids' uh, Uh, parents. One of the kids that attended the school. Mm. And he smelt uh, sulfur and heard gunfire, so he started running. Mm. And police caught up to him because he was a suspect. Turns out he was just a parent. Um, And then there was another uh, gentleman who apparently was wearing camouflage out in the woods as well. And uh, he was like um, an off-duty police officer that was part of a tactical squad. So they called him in. And he was hiding out the woods, making sure if anybody tried to run into the woods.
1: Okay. I think the one that I heard, I don't know if you have any information on it, like one of the big ones was that like FEMA or somebody was doing like an operation um just like really close by the same day it's kind of like the whole like 911 you know when 911 happened that day that the military was doing um training exercises where they were doing like planes flying into buildings or whatever yeah. and they had plane scrambled they're saying the same thing happened on Sandy Hook like that same day and another town just over, not too far from where they, this happened, they were doing a, uh, like an exercise where like a school was being taken over or shot up or something. And, you know, so they were able to get on the scene real quick. And I, I don't know. There was something like that. And it's the same thing with those uh, – the London bombings. I don't know if people remember that. Right after nine eleven. Um there was like subway explosions and stuff there. And it was like the same thing. They were doing – not too far from where that actually happened, they were doing uh, exercises. If bombs went off, bombs went off in the subway as well. It's kind of it is freaky. Like these things kind of happen like that. But um, I don't know about that one. That was one of the things like like your Alex Jones conspiracy theorists were throwing out. It was like, oh, this is just like nine eleven. You know, they had an incident going on. You know, where they're doing these trainings right down the road. Just it's amazing how that works out, and you know, and. We didn't get to see the bodies of the kids. Where were the bodies at? And all this shit. It's like, I don't know, dude.
0: Um, and then apparently these uh, uh, theorists seized a quote uh, from the Newtown Bee from Sandy Hook um, that quoted the principal who died um, on the shooting. Oh. Um, but if you research it, you find out that the bee quickly, uh, posted a retraction and an apology saying that they got the name wrong. So they accidentally put the principal's name on there, even though she died. My bad. Um, I think what I find most disgusting about these is the utter lack of disrespect for the victims and the families and loved ones of the victims.
1: Yeah, but when you're trying to sell, a, you know, one of these things, you're not concerned about the, you know, there's no compassion or anything. Anyway, you Well,
0: I want to find out. Here's what I want to do. Okay. I want to find out who makes these sites, who creates them, and who comes up with these stupid ass theories, mm-hmm. and then just wait around till they have a loved one that dies, go to the funeral, and then say, "Oh, she's faking." Get up, you faker! This is a government conspiracy you're faking! Heart attacks aren't real. Heart attacks aren't real. She's faking. I know she's faking.
1: It'd be like one of those things. And see
0: how they fucking feel. It'd be one of those conspiracy things. Like,
1: back when JFK was around, they were doing the, the CIA. had the gun. They had, like, the little ice pellet full of poison. They'd shoot into people, and it'd, like, make you have a heart attack, and there'd be no sign of it. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> no. Yeah, like when they're doing the F, the uh, investigations for JFK, that was one of the things the CIA brought out. They're saying, how could, you know, blah, 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 this happened?" and they're putting all these conspiracy theories. They're trying to kind of, like, shut them down, and um, that was one of the things the CIA had. So you can all look this up at home, if you don't believe. This is actually legitimate, and they have the photos, and they have of the hearing where they had a gun that they'd created, and it shot out little ice pellets, and the ice pellet was full of poison, and it would... It was sharp, it punctured through you, go in your system, dissolve, let the poison go loose, and then the people would have heart attacks, basically. They'd go into respiratory or cardiac arrest, and, and that was it, man. Out. No sign of it. I'm like, oh my god, dude, how great would it be to get my hands on one of those? I'd just be taking people out left and right, I hated.
0: I just, I just want to know how they would feel. If somebody they loved died, and then a whole bunch of people came around and said that it was fake.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't fake. Sandy Hook was fake, so they have a legitimate point because they're trying to take our guns.
0: Well, no, they're saying that the Virginia one was fake too, and that the woman didn't even get shot. So no. her, she didn't. The the person, I think he was a co-anchor on the show no. on the that was her like boyfriend. I know, and you know he was devastated. So you're telling that guy that she didn't die. It's all just a facade. It's all fake.
1: Yeah, dude. It's hard to get out there and find another 24-year-old piece of hot ass. I'm sure he was devastated.
0: Just ridiculous. Fuck those people.
1: So anyway, let's talk about something a little bit more, you know, upbeat. Let's talk about Katrina. (laughs) What? It was a 10-year anniversary on August 29th, which was yesterday, because we're taping this on August 30th. Of Katrina, And I just wanted to finish the show. We'll do some stuff on this just because I, there's some interesting things about it. I think, you know, 10 years ago it happened. And yet, if you go to New Orleans now, and I haven't been there in a few years. So I'm kind of speaking out my ass a little bit on personal experience. But from what I've seen um, on some documentaries and different uh, shows that they've had about leading up to this anniversary. Like the hardest hit area was probably the Lower Ninth Ward, which people don't realize. Um, Of course, that was where the most probably the poor people lived. Of course, the majority of them were black people and everything. And they're showing a thing I saw the other night is really interesting. Where the lower Ninth Ward is still basically complete shambles, but like you head uh, over just a little area to where you're in the more upper middle class areas and stuff, all those homes have been completely rebuilt. You know, everything's redone. It's it's such a tell of. Income inequality, you know, in this country, like, you know, the rich people, middle class, they're going to be taken care of first. The poor people always kind of get shoved aside. Like we talk all the time with education systems and this and that. And I think it was really interesting to see that. I mean, the amount, I mean, we're talking hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, just from donations, government funding, private funding to have gone into those areas. And it's still a fucking disaster. And they're going through the levees and showing that they've rebuilt the levees, but or like resolidified some of the levees, and they're saying they're still shit. Like if they had another huge storm like that again, you'd probably see pretty similar thing. Maybe not as bad, of course, as original uh, when that happened. But it's amazing that over time, you know, the the lack of you know um, oversight and everything that makes sure that these projects have gotten done. And you know, uh, I now this is more like since we're kind of doing a little conspiracy, a little bit on that is the reason why they took. Intentionally it took so long to rebuild the black areas and stuff, or those the areas where like more of the poor blacks lived and stuff, is because of course they scattered. I mean, a lot of them like came here to Texas. They came to Houston, and we have some of you you know in our area. I mean, I know for a while I worked with some people who had moved here after Katrina to get away from there, and they are kind of reestablishing themselves. And I mean, I remember a couple years, two or three years after Katrina, we. Just, you'd see tons of um, Louisiana license plates driving around here in the North Texas area because so many people had kind of relocated here. And, um, you know, at the time Katrina happened, about 67% of New Orleans and the surrounding areas was uh, black in population. And now it's um, I think I've seen different numbers. I've seen forty-seven and forty-nine percent respectively. So it's under fifty percent now. So they've basically were able to get about twenty percent of the population, and that's that was the that's kind of the theory. Like they intentionally took their time to replace those areas and rebuild them because they knew it would keep them from coming back, and they wanted to kind of mix it. So now New Orleans is about a fifty-fifty split between blacks and whites and others, you know, so to speak. So and. It seems like like i said they're putting all the money in the infrastructure um the money in the infrastructure in like the areas that were predominantly more the higher end areas before and um at the point and like i said i think it was a cleansing thing because they said also about at that time of katrina you know the poverty level and the new orleans on average um was about 30 over 30 percent of people were in poverty so it was like a complete like Hmm, this is a chance to kind of start over here. You know, we can kind of get rid of the riffraff and, you know, rebuild and make the old areas nicer and, you know, make it so they can't afford to come back when we do get to it. And I don't mean, know, there's a lot of that there. And uh, But the thing about Katrina that I remember the most is, um, of course, the Bush administration's lack of, I wouldn't say giving a damn because they didn't, but they didn't show it. I mean, they took weeks to get in and evaluate the situation george bush took a lot of shit because he didn't even go to katrina or go to new orleans to see the devastation stuff for weeks and when he did he did a flyover which of course a lot of people made a big deal about um and i remember like his head fema guy at the time uh, michael brown like he There's a thing where they're like up in Baton Rouge or something, because they wouldn't go down to New Orleans, and they're doing a thing about the whole FEMA setup and how what a great job they're doing. As you had like fifteen to twenty thousand people stuffed into the Superdome, which is already you know mainly damaged. Uh, Of course, all the plumbing and everything was destroyed. People were supposedly getting raped in there. There There's no place to go to the bathroom. People are getting sick. Um, That was like the main hub for where they're putting all the people as they're not getting people out there fast enough uh, and he's telling him what a great job he's doing and patting him on the back and it's like it. you remember all these things and then i started thinking back there's some funny stuff and i mean some clips like the news reporting and different things and i think a lot of people remember afterwards they had the big um thing about like the fundraisers and stuff they had all the stars come together for katrina and one of my favorite moments was um A part where they had Mike Myers, the great Mike Myers, and Kanye West doing a thing. And on the video, you could clearly tell Mike Myers is reading from a prompter. They have the lines in there for both of them to just go back and forth. And Kanye decides that he's going to just take it off on his own and say what he really thinks. And we have that.
2: With the breach of three levees protecting New Orleans, the landscape of the city has changed dramatically, tragically, and perhaps irreversibly. There's now over twenty-five feet of water where there was once city streets and thriving neighborhoods. I hate the way they portray us in the media. If you see a black family, it says they're looting. See a white family, it says they're looking for food. And you know it's been five days because most of the people are black. And even for me to complain about I would be a hypocrite because I've tried to turn away from the teacher. TV because it's too hard to watch. I've even been shopping before even giving a donation. So now I'm calling my business manager right now to see what's what is the biggest amount I can give, and and just to imagine if I was if I was down there and those are those are my people down there. So anybody out there that wants to do anything that we can help with with the setup, the way America is set up to help the uh, uh, the poor, the the black people, the uh, the less well-off, as slow as possible, I mean, this is, Red Cross is doing everything they can. We, we already realize a lot of the people that could help are at war right now, fighting another way, and they, they, they've given them permission to go down and shoot us. And subtle, but in even many ways more profoundly devastating, is the lasting damage to the survivor's will to rebuild and remain in the area. The destruction of the spirit of the people of southern Louisiana and Mississippi may end up being the most tragic loss of all. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Please call... In the past few days, America (laughs) and people have been stepping up, have been stepping up to donate money, to do all they can to help people in New
1: Orleans. So that's so great. So the second time he starts going off the prompter, Mike Myers just steps in. They just cut it off immediately and kick it out to Chris Tucker, who's doing his bit. You know what? I forgot about that when I listened to that clip I was trying to pull up the other night when he says that they gave us permission to shoot people. And I forgot that they did send in National Guard and the looters and stuff. They basically were walking around with rifles telling them, like, if people were looting and stuff, you know, you can enact it. It was basically martial law was enacted yeah. down there. Yep. And, like, you forget. It's like, dude, these people are lucky to be alive after some of the shit they've gone through. I mean, I know some of them were actually, like, taking TVs and shit, which is like, what are you fucking doing? What are you going to do with that asshole? But, I mean, some people were actually legitimately trying to get food and water and supplies and stuff, and it's like, dude, really? We're going to send the National Guard in and put martial law down on these fucking people? Amazing. I think I was looking at the numbers because I forgot. Because it's been 10 years, so you don't think about it, but... Because plus people only think about New Orleans, but of course it hit like like Mississippi, Alabama. I think it, you know, it hit like a 90,000 fucking, or I can't remember the fucking stats on the the mileage and area and stuff that it affected. But um, over 2,000 people died. And I think they said that like Coast Guards and stuff, um, like they had to rescue, I think it was over 15,000 people. Or no, thirty thousand people that were rescued, and there's fifteen thousand people that were displaced. Not just the ones in the the Superdome, but that you know they didn't have room for them there or in surrounding areas, so they kicked them out. That's why I said like we had a lot of people come to Houston. It was there's a Houston took on the most people I think outside of uh, the region. So I mean it's it's amazing to think about that, and you go back and like I was watching some of the video and stuff of it, and uh, it's just like how little, how quickly you forget and. The one thing I, I think of Katrina, <clears throat> this is on a personal note. I have a, a friend from the military, his name's Chad and stuff, and like he lived out in California for a long time, and I'd get, we'd see each other a few times. And every time we got together, there would be a fucking disaster. I mean, the very first time I we went out to California, uh, there was a big hurricane that hit in Florida. I think it took out like uh, Andrews Air Force Base or around that area. I mean, it was a big, devastating one. It really fucked up Florida. And then he came out to visit me, um, and we did, like, a southeastern trip. We went to New Orleans, and he was going to UCLA all the time. We went out to fucking Alabama and watched, goddamn the Crimson Tide play USLA, and we did all kinds of bullshit. And when we got back, he flew out. He was supposed to fly out on, on a fly out on a Monday, and I was supposed to go to work. So, got up in the morning. He took off for the fucking airport. I go to work. I'm at work for, like, an hour and stuff. They got all the TVs and stuff. We're working a financial thing, and they start flipping all the TVs on the news. And it was the day 9-11 happened. He was supposed to fly out Of course they ground all the flights So he ended up having to drive back to fucking California And then The next time I went out um, The visiting was when Kat- Katrina happened <laughs> I'm like dude we can't hang out anymore Every time we fucking hang out Something awful happens <laughs> It was ridiculous dude so, And then the next time he got married So that was the disaster that time <laughs> So I was like we, can't, we just can't hang out anymore It's not fucking working out But um, I don't know. I mean, do you remember anything from that? I mean, was it
0: Katrina? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, is there anything that stood out in your mind when that shit was going on?
0: Um, What stood out to me the most was how inaccurate the media was with everything. Um, Especially like right after whenever everybody knew how bad New Orleans had been hit and all that stuff. And just reporter after reporter coming out and there's reports of people being raped people being murdered, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, what happened actually wasn't nearly as bad as what they were reporting it to be. Yeah. Um, What was bad was the fact that people were huddled up in the Superdome Mm -hmm. and they didn't have food, they didn't have water, and nobody came to get them for days and days and days. Yep. That was the fucking problem. They're sitting there talking about how they are people getting raped and murdered when it's just, and you got to listen to the terminology that said there's reports of people mm-hmm. meaning they are just getting hearsay at this point. Yep. They're just getting accounts from people and just being like, Oh yeah, let's run with it. Typical CNN stuff. Um, and you know, there was a little bit of hubbub about, you know, how long it took, but it wasn't until after the fact that everybody really started getting upset about how long it took. It's like, I, I remember people not really giving two shits about it too much and just being like, Oh man, that sucks. And just going on with their day and people not really getting that pissed off that that many people were just not getting anything at all. And were starving and we're thirsty and we're living under terrible, terrible fucking conditions. And it didn't seem like the U.S. government was doing shit about it.
1: No, they took their time. But, oh well.
0: <laughs> um, I also remember thinking that, I mean, it wasn't like it was a surprise. They knew it was coming. And I think it was after, like two days before it was due to hit. And I understand two days is not a whole lot of time to prepare. But I think it was two days after it hit. That's when they knew it was going to be a big motherfucker because it had weakened and then whenever it hit into the gulf it just got really fucking strong. Yep. Um so they knew what was coming. Uh I you would have thought and I just remember thinking like man if I knew 2 days out beforehand and I was somebody that was in like voted by the people to be in office I would have done everything in my power those 2 days to get as many fucking people out of there as possible.
1: Yeah. I remember that was a lot of thing on the news a lot of this is kind of going back to the the white thing and stuff where people are like i don't understand why those people just didn't get out of there i mean they had notice it's like
0: like i i know it's the thing it's, they don't have money for gas
1: yeah that was the thing again it's like you got some of
0: them don't even have cars most of them probably don't even have cars
1: yeah that was the thing is like uh it's like i said the hardest hit area where the poorest areas they probably didn't have the means to just pack ass up and hop on a bus or you know get in the car and drive you know and stay in a hotel a couple hundred miles away for I mean people don't think you know people are just so fucking narrow minded in their views and you know it's, like, oh, it's their own fault they should have got out of there they had warning it's like okay you fuckers but that's what you're you're so right on man as soon as they knew that's coming the government, local governments, federal government should have got involved and tried to yeah. set up some type of thing at that point to move people. Oh, and
0: I remember seeing, you know, they were doing the overhead shots and flybys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a, a parking lot that was just filled with school buses that were flooded. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck. And that's just one parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you, man, you could have loaded up all those school buses and at least just gotten those people the fuck out of there. And, you know, it's like. Set something up call a local neighborhood say hey we need a shelter or something yep. we're about to get just pounded
1: well i think i was watching cnn and wolf blitzer summed it up really well and he was they were showing videos like you're talking of like the devastation and people in the areas that were flooded out and stuff and he was describing the scene this just uh, i think this really set the mood for what what was going on at that point
0: individuals continuing to do what we've been seeing for days now, simply walking through the uh, water. We, we, we have to assume it's disgusting water uh, and, and rapidly becoming disease-filled water, uh, just trying to get to some location uh, with what meager possession they have. We see that picture over and over and over again. As much as you see that picture, though, you, you, you simply get chills every time you see these poor individuals as Jack uh, Cafferty just pointed out uh, so tragically, so many of these people, almost all of them that we see are so poor and they are so black, and this is going to raise lots of questions for people who are watching this story unfold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that up better than anything I ever could. They're <laughs> so poor, so, so black. black.
2: <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> asshole.
1: That's probably my favorite thing that happened out of Katrina. No offense to the pictures of Katrina, but that that's gold right there. <laughs> Fucking Wolf Blitzer. So poor. So, so black. black. I, knew, I remember hearing that clip. Like somebody was playing it the next day. I was like, what? What did you just say? <laughs> never, No apology. It never came up again. It was like, no big deal. So great. I really wanted to find uh, all the clips from. There's like the, at the time, the uh, Pat Robertson's and Hagee's and the uh, preachers and pastors and all the fucking ones that got the big followings all coming out saying that this was New Orleans, this was God's wrath on New New Orleans for like, you know, their gay pride parades and their excessive partying and all the other shit they got going on. And I always, I couldn't find anything. It was very unfortunate, but I always, I always thought they were full of shit on that because to me, Katrina was, God was basically, um, just trying to show that the myth that black people can't swim is, uh, what? (laughs) He was just trying to prove that that was right. (laughs) Why are you shaking your head, dude? Oh, so so I can't. I could say that God was taking out the New Orleans because of the gays, but I
0: can't say it was God. Just no. Trying to you them. weren't saying that. You said that other people said that, and then you said that.
1: I know, but I'm trying to make it like put it all together. So it I know, I know seem... you're
0: trying, but it's not working.
1: It <laughs> doesn't seem.
0: God damn it!
1: I said that to Scott, and uh, he didn't laugh. He just shook his head at me. I wonder why. I thought it was a funny.
0: Um. I'm I'm not taking credit for this one. I had to give this off to my friend. Uh, I'm not going to name names because um, I don't want him to be assassinated. Oh my god! Uh, but he was on a Facebook page uh, that actually got uh, dissolved from by Facebook like a few months back because they post like really crazy shit on there, mm-hmm. um, and somebody reported them and it got banned. So they reformed. And they were very selective as to who they let back in. And my friend was one of them. And somebody had put something on the Virginia shootings being a hoax. Um, and, you know, was putting his statement out there and all the, all these facts that he had, like the different colored shirts and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my friend, knowing that this guy was a complete fucking idiot, goes, yeah, that's definitely not real. Because he posted the video of from the guy's perspective, right? Yeah. And it looks like a first-person shooter kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, you see the gun up and all that stuff. And uh, my friend said, yeah, that's totally fake. He didn't get any XP for shooting her. (laughs) Just going to let that one linger. Yep. Yep. And Not my joke, folks. Not my joke. And black people can't swim. Oh, come on.
1: Well, another fantastic episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> with uh
1: I always like how we end on high notes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like I said, all your hate mail sent <clears> there. Throat> <clears> throat>
0: anyway, folks, hope you enjoyed it. All uh right. definitely check out our friends uh, at the com. uh, uh Podblocked. Mm. Uh Bro Apocalypse. Mm. Uh, the Human Challenge. Meh. And I think that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. Check them out. Oh sure. yeah, leave us some fucking comments, you assholes. Whoa. Come on, Whoa. man.
0: God I mean, yeah. Damn yeah. it. You totally should. Get yeah. Off, get off your lazy ass.
1: It's a. It's free. Just do it for us. God damn it's the only way we're gonna get uh, promoted. iTunes ain't gonna fucking put us out there. We gotta get more ratings and stuff. Like, we only got like twenty. Come totally, on, guys.
0: And uh, if you're interested in being our uh, third compadre mm. on the show, yes. we might be taking auditions. Yes. So hit us up on that.
1: If you can Skype in every week.
0: Yeah. You, you have to be, uh, you know, reliable.
1: Ve- yep. Available on a Friday night and sometimes Saturday. And uh, yeah.
0: And this week we should be uh, giving out the uh, info for the third anniversary show. So Yep, yep, yep. Look forward to that. We'll probably be posting that on Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Have a wonderful week.
1: Or don't. No. I don't give a shit. Six, five, four, three. Fuck you. Two.